You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. Hey, we're we're doing a thing today, aren't we? Uh, oh, we are. Hey, <laughs> wow! Welcome <laughs> to the Screener Squad, everybody. <laughs> Guten Morgen, Ryan and Mike. Yeah, good morning, good morning, noon, and good evening. <laughs> Whatever it is in Swedish. Uh, who who takes the time to really learn Swedish in this country? Every time I go to IKEA, because either either <laughs> you learn um, Spanish because you live somewhere where it's necessary, or Japanese and either in my case French because you just want to be cool and different. Or German because, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Typical Mike wanting to stand out and better himself by learning a foreign language. Luckily, <laughs> what we watched today had subtitles because, you know, I like to read when I watch movies, especially foreign films, because I like to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Today, we watched a film, and I guess maybe by context, we could have watched this and be like, I think we know what's going on here. Yeah, sure. But then we wouldn't have got all the nuance and the jokes, because I feel like this movie had a lot of them, and they were very dry, and I love dry jokes, especially in horror. just makes it so much better. But today, we're talking about The Conference, which is a movie out of Sweden. It deals with basically public employees of this small town. They're taking a retreat, but they're calling it like a a conference so they can write it off. It's like a team-building exercise weekend kind of thing. But also like a celebration because they just closed a big deal to get a shopping mall. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They're like super popular nowadays, but they're getting a shopping mall put in. Is that like a, oh, oh, I've heard of it. It's like a, it's like a physical location Amazon, right? Oh, you have to go in person? Oof. It's a turducken of stores. They're going to go celebrate this big win. Push comes to shove, and we find out later that the guy uh, who owned part of the land that they're going to build this new mall on killed himself. Oops. He was super depressed. Yeah. (laughs) So so even in Sweden, business people are some shady motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, that's the lesson learned here, Mike, is that no matter what language, if you're a billionaire, 
you're a prick because at some point you had to step on a thousand people to get to where you are. But I digress. This is basically a cat and mouse uh, cabin in the woods slasher. Right. But in Sweden. I loved it. <laughs> I, I really thought this was was great. Yeah. For I, a I, Netflix film, too. Yeah. And it just it kind of just came out of nowhere. And I feel like I feel like this year has been pretty good for horror. Uh, there's just been a lot of stuff like this, like little movies like this just coming out of nowhere. And I just I feel like this was just a really good blend of like that, you know, old school slasher stuff with some of the like the socially conscious, like modern horror. But it didn't lean too heavily into the socially conscious stuff. And like it, it, it was just enough. So you knew what was going on. It didn't try to beat you over the head with it. But the the, the slasher stuff was was solid. Yeah, Chad and I just did a review for a movie, Totally Killer, where we discussed if you're going to do a slasher movie full of the tropes, find a way to elevate it or find a new spin on it. One of the things I really appreciate about this is, yeah, you have your masked killer hunting and slaying people along the way. High body count, my God. Uh, the thing that I found nice about this is these are all 30 to 60 year olds. These are not teenagers. These are not college students. These are adults being put through this murder camp scenario and i like that that this cast is very old old older Uh, older but like they all have their you know their quirks (laughs) it's like if we took the office put them at a retreat in sweden and basically just murdered half of them (laughs) i mean the thing is like going in i just knew it was gonna be um kind of a dark comedy horror set in sweden about people who work together for some reason i thought we were going to get something different that was going to be some kind of like maybe belco experiment but in the woods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was very su- pleasantly surprised by that uh and yeah it is it's a slasher movie that is yeah because the, uh, the the characters are so much different it doesn't really play by a lot of those um horror movie rules where it's like you know uh butch tna and uh people getting punished for having sex no it's instead uh people getting killed because um you know i mean uh, when capitalism kills, sometimes you got to kill back. <laughs> That's a good, that could be on the poster right there. That should be. That's yeah. good. The kills in this are brutal. My God, they're they're really good kills in this. Like a, a couple cringy. Oh, there's a scalp. There's a scalp oh, moment man. that I'm like, I gotta look away. Oh my God. Oh, it's very rare that a movie will get me to like really want to turn away or like like close my eyes. And that that moment that moment got me. Yeah, I didn't quite close my eyes, but I was like starting to like, oh, yes. and I, I watch a lot of these in my garage because I tend to like I get into it more because then I feel like I'm in a theater and I can yell more. But like I, I watched the, it was probably like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm in my garage I'm like, oh, 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 like the whole <laughs> half neighborhood heard like That's it was amazing. crazy. Don't 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 uh, hear us and think this is going to be some sort of torture porn like an Eli Roth movie. It's not that. It's just that these are very unique kills. They're very bloody and you feel them. And and part of that, I think, comes in who's getting murdered here. These these people are very regular Joe Schmo types. There's there's nothing super sexy about any of the characters and there's nothing super weird about most nearly all the characters. The slick black haired douchebag character. Um, Jonas is the one sort of like wacky ish character. But other than that, these are very real people surviving this. So I think that makes the kills that hurt that much more, I guess. But uh, yeah, this isn't this isn't torture porn by any means. For sure. And I I think it would have been really easy to just kind of caricaturize all of these people. But it is it does have, like you said, Chad, it has that kind of like the office effect where 
a, a lot of the people, I mean, at least early on in this early seasons of The Office, like everyone kind of feels like a real person. Yeah. And, yeah. and it just it, it would have been really easy to just make everyone more like Jonas. And I, I just some of these people are just kind of like regular Joe, like you said, TC, like working stiff types who are just kind of complicit in, the, in what this shitty company is doing, which is a lot of people in America who are who work for, you know, corporations like this. It's like it's kind of just a gig. It's just a job that they've had for a while and they're kind of stuck with it. And it doesn't necessarily make them the worst people in the world, but they're also kind of like going along with what, you know, what the the, the manager is doing. Jonas. Yeah, and and uh, uh, Ingela just had that that overbearing uh, authority figure in a job where, like you said, you know, I'm just here for a paycheck. Some of them, like you know, do care about the community that they serve because it is a public service job. It, it's not that they're elected to office, but it sounds like they they make a lot of zoning decisions. Mm-hmm. I think what also helps to not to spoil too much, but this isn't one of the horror movies where it's like last person standing. There are ebbs and flows to how, like, who's surviving and how they fight back. And, oh, they got to retreat a little bit now. No, they get split up. Like, it it has a good balance. And then the ending, I think we all assumed there would be a resolution. Uh But I wasn't expecting that. And to end like that and to end on such, like, a cold cut after that, I'm like, ah! Like, that's why I screamed (laughs) in my garage. Like, that was such a good ending. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not just um, like you do kind of learn over time. That it's not just one villain. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the the, the the thing about it. Like, yeah, there's a slasher, but there's also like some shady stuff going on, and you see how that explodes, and someone is kind of pushed to that limit, and uh, it does have that final girl in there as well. And yeah, I mean, it, I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it took me a while to get into, but. Um, I I don't know, maybe it's because like I never went on like a, a business retreat, thankfully. I never had any of those kind of jobs where I had to do these like team building exercises and talk about synergy and, and all this other crap. And, like, no, it's a uh, so I've never really had those experiences, but um I have worked in office and I have seen like office clicks kind of thing and it's it's not quite off like a horror office space as I was expecting, but um I don't know. It, it just it's it was a very interesting take on the on the genre. I'm going to amend my earlier comment. It's like the British office <laughs> there you go. <laughs> going to Sweden. Yeah, I, I, I think that makes a little bit more sense, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like we all enjoyed it. So let's poke a hole in it or two. Like, what didn't we like about it? It does take a little bit to get going. They do some setting up for the first about 25 minutes or so before the the action starts, where it starts, you know, murder, 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 murder. Uh, so there's a little bit of waiting for it to get there. There's there's enough sprinkled in right from the opening shot to to a couple of uh, easy offs to get to our main main cast of characters uh, running and screaming and dying. So I could see how that's going to turn some people off, uh, not recognizing any of these people because they are not American actors. They're completely unrecognizable. That is going to turn people off as well. If you like this genre, if you like going into the weeds of of the genre and and finding unique horror movies and what have you, the Belko experiment, while that got a theatrical release, that's much more obscure. If if you're in that vein of of liking to find this sort of thing, you're gonna like this. But if you're if you want this main character to be Charlize Theron, which she kind of looked like the Swedish Charlize Theron, that's gonna that's gonna rub you along the wrong way. Having to read or listening to the dub, that's going to push you away from this as well. Uh, so there are a couple of those things that, unless you're truly into this, it's you. I don't want to. I don't want to. This boy. I don't recognize these people. I don't want to read. I don't like the. 
that's going to push people away. That's that's sort of like a general critique, I suppose. And I think for me, I, I feel like while I did, obviously, I, I really think one of the strengths of this movie was how real all the characters felt and how genuine they felt. I, I do think that there are a lot of characters and I think there are like a, a few that maybe got lost in the mix a little bit. And by the end, um, I, I'm trying to I can't remember the name of the, the character specifically, but I just think there there are so many characters that I would have liked to know a little bit more about. And I feel like we're just kind of we're just kind of there. So but I, I do know that that's that's tough to do when you're trying to, you know, it's it's a relatively short movie. It's like a little over 90 minutes and they're trying to keep like a brisk pace and keep, you know, it, it's a horror thriller. So they want it to move quickly. I, I do fully understand that. But there are just some characters that I think I could have I could have used a little bit more from. I mean, I, I just pretty much agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I don't know what else to really bring to the table. I, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, I just think it just takes a while to take off. But you do believe that these characters are I like, I like the fact that they're not really like caricatures the, it, even the people who are kind of evil aren't over the top it's, it's just the right level of like believable being egotistical or really trying to push this whole like we're a family kind of thing that a lot of uh, businesses will try to push um, I have had uh, supervisors that were kind of like the supervisor in this movie who just really wants to wrangle everyone together and, and dream work a makes the teamwork <laughs> yeah um and you know, the Kill kills her. were pretty good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Mike, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I mean yeah, I love it. I mean and also the kills were pretty cool. I mean I, I got really nothing else to really add to that really. Yeah. I don't really have too much to complain about. Like I could probably nitpick the style, but as far as like an execution of a masked slasher, but and we said this earlier, you know, it's just it's a very good updated version of that. And it doesn't preach too much on the motivations on why the killer is killing. We yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah, it's not too preachy. Yeah, I also liked going back to the characters. Yeah, they were they maybe they could have been more developed so we could care more about the resolution. You know, with some of them at the end. But I did like. Uh, I think it was like Carl, and uh, it was the the one that chain smoked all the time. Mm. They were like obviously work friends. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where, all right, we're going to stay together. We're never going to leave. And then something bad happens. It's like the chain smoker just like immediately goes back to where they work. She's she can't handle the stress. Like you, I, I like this movie. It gave everybody realistic reactions to what the situation would call for, because not everybody's going to turn into a John Rambo if a killer's <laughs> in the woods. Like, right. A Becky. You know, people, yeah, Becky, yeah, like <laughs> there's, there's, I like the realism of it because again, it felt natural, but I, I, I liked that Carl went back to the cabin to check on his friend. And even though that got into another fight with the killer, like it, it's all good. At, at first, I was annoyed at the mask. Um, now I'm since now I'm finally thinking of something. It's, it's very, it's very Pinocchio ish. It, it's not even the look. I just, it was. <laughs> it was just big. It's very big. Yeah. Um, like we just watched a uh, totally killer and the mask killer in that is more like a, a, a like a Michael Myers mask where it just goes right overhead. This is huge. It's like a mascot head. But I totally got it once the fight scenes came into play and the first time like a knife went through it. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, if he wasn't wearing that mask, that knife would have went right through his head and that would have been the end of it. But nope, the thing saved him. <laughs> and by the end of it, it's so like beat up and I mean, it's on bloody fire. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the finale, <laughs> like, what they do at the finale with the with the mask is just it. Yeah, it really sold it for me. It's it's so yeah, perfect without it's spoiling cool, yeah. it, obviously. I mean, it's 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 a very good execution on uh, if you love what you do and you got a decent budget, like you can make a funny good horror movie that doesn't have to be super exploitive or, you know, schlocky or gruesome. Like, I feel like this rides a nice high level that doesn't get too wacky, but also doesn't suck, you know? I mean, I don't really know what else to really add to it. it just it, it's it's a it's a good horror movie. It, it's something to put on uh, if you're looking for something that's you know uh, violent and funny. I guess. I mean, it's it, it's just it's it's good for you know, just something to watch during Halloween season this year. It wasn't really enough to make it really stand out for me at the at the end of the day. But what is it? It's just it's just something to watch on an afternoon. You know, I don't really know a whole lot about Swedish cinema outside of like what Ingmar Bergman. I guess it's not enough to stand out for me, but it's, it's good enough. I'm gonna give it. Um, Seven out of ten PowerPoint presentations. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I thought it was like a good blend of the old school type of slasher movie with like maybe like a lot of more like modern, like socially conscious horror. And what I think I love about it a lot is it doesn't forget to be in an entertaining slasher movie. Like it, it, it's elevating what it's doing, but it's it's not like it's not above showing some like gruesome kills and having some fun, gory moments that like a lot of like slasher horror fans are looking for. It's not above that, even though it's trying to comment, uh, you know, even though it has its its social commentary and it's it has something to say at the end of the day. And something I don't think we touched on that I also really loved in this was just the just the editing and a lot of the, oh, the stylistic yes. choices were really, yes. really, really good. And it, it there were there were times where it was even reminding me of like Shaun of the Dead, like some Edgar Wright stuff, just like very fast paced, like really just really good direction, really good shot choices, like transition choices between scenes and i i just that immediately i was like immediately hooked um because of that and the and just the style um and yeah i, I really think this is worth watching i mean it's on netflix absolutely if you're into slashers at all i think you should you should check this out it's a lot of fun um, i'm gonna give it seven and a half golden shovels real quick tc speaking of what ryan just said uh watching this i'm like oh my god tc and i would love this dp like like so, some of the things we're doing, I'm like, oh, my God, that's like exactly what I want to do with every one of our films forever and ever. <laughs> well, it's all right. It's such deliberate camera work. And and as Ryan just commented on the editing here is very, very deliberate as well. There's some great match cuts between scenes that that elevate this, that this isn't just a slasher movie, that there's a vision here. And Ryan, you said it earlier, this has been a really good year for some horror movie and specifically some off the beaten path horror movies. So you can have your your talk to me's, which was really, really great. Uh, totally killer, which we've brought up three times now. And this there, there's been some really good new horror coming out, new slasher, new thriller stuff that is subverting expectations without, you know, watches subvert expectations Wait, there are, there are some movies that go out of their way to like, haha, bet you didn't see that coming. And it's really obnoxious and it's sort of pretentious horror where it's it's trying to give you what you weren't expecting. This is not that. This has some interesting choices. Right down to, as I said, this is an older cast of characters that are surviving this. There are expectations that you have in a slasher movie that 
don't exactly happen in this. Yes, the tropes are here and the cliches are here, but they're lovingly subverted at times. Uh, there's a moment without going too much detail where the killer takes a minute to pop some painkillers. <laughs> that's really unique. That's a unique yeah. moment to, because normally the killer runs off into the woods and that's it. But to allow us to have this moment of the killer, hoy, pop a painkiller, that's kind of neat. That's 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 small, but it's it's a neat little thing. Yeah. So uh, also another thing worth commenting on is the score in this. Also very deliberate. There's some really interesting choices in in how this is scored with some traditional synthesizer stuff, as well as some well, I'll assume is Europop. But just overall, from picture to editing to sound, and and even the performances from everybody here, this is just a really really good movie. I, I seriously add this to your Halloween watch list as we near the end of the month here. If you've you've exhausted all the classics, start looking for some newer things. This is fun. This this would be even more fun if I had gotten to watch it with you guys. If we were all in Chad's garage, just enjoying the slaughters and and the the dark humor of this. So I, I had a really good time with this. And I'm, I'm glad that uh, I got a chance to see it and review it for you all. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10 cool beers and relaxing in a hammock. TC, I'm sorry. And 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 maybe it's because you're you're a little biased when it comes to Back to the Future things. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I got a Star Wars tattoo. I'm not saying I'm above you or anything. You, but you can go ahead and like this more than Totally Killer, if that's what you're about to I say. I really do, TC. I really do. <laughs> that's fine. No apologies necessary. And, 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 and like, I go listen to that review. Like, I totally love that movie. I mean, hell, this... Totally killer, Wrath of Becky. Like, there's just been some fun, like, slashery, mm-hmm. nonsensical things. But sorry to jump on your, your no, no, no. comments here. I I can't recommend this enough. This probably will be my favorite horror, new horror movie this year. But again, there's so many good ones that have come out, and there's probably more we have to review. So maybe I should hold my tongue. But nine and a half out of ten Evan Rude hot tub smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> delicious that was great. like that was so impractical like like the thing i love about some horror movies is like how impractical some of the kills are and there were some really good ones in this that was so like here i'm gonna pick up this engine here i'm gonna start it and that dumbass is just sitting in the hot tub like i wonder what he's gonna do and i'm like oh oh oh, oh yes so <laughs> good. again it looked really relaxing in that hot tub, though. Yeah. A couple beers in. Come I just, on. I don't want to hang out in a hot tub with my coworkers and my boss. You know I, what I mean? I had the same thought. I was that's just such a weird position to put your coworkers in. Just it's just it's just strange. It was it was, it was a lot of people in that hot tub. That's why I'm always a little. I, I didn't want to say it, but I feel weird that whenever we do reviews with the four of us, for some reason we all have to do it shirtless. Like I, I it's fine that you guys are into this, but like it makes me a little. It's uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I, I had to, I had to say it. 